We don't like you over here at Rights World, and we think you're mean. Hello world, and welcome back to Rights World. I'm your host, Bryson Wright. I hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode of What Would Wright Do? Um, on this week's episode, we're gonna keep it going with y'all's uh, comments from the Instagram stories. This week, I asked y'all what were y'all's like biggest inconveniences traveling, and the reason I asked that was because last week I had like the biggest inconvenience that I've ever had while traveling, and I've been thinking about it all week, and I want to share it with y'all. So, gives me an opportunity to talk about that while incorporating y'all's crazy stories in there as well, but. I'm not going to get into that just yet. We're going to start off with what what's right in this world and this week's it's actually it's actually pretty cool. So this place in the UK converted a supermarket into like a skate park. So like it was an old ran down supermarket at first and then like it's in the middle of the city and I guess there's a bunch of teenagers and stuff that were skating around and the city voted on it and now they have this skate park that used to be a supermarket. Super cool. Um, they said you could do like anything like skateboard, ripstick, scooter. Like, do y'all remember those Razor scooters? The, the little side tangent real quick. Those little like silver Razor scooters. And I remember like riding those as a kid and taking them to the shin. Like, you know, you would try to do a ch trick or like jump or something. And the little silver part would come back and hit you in the shin. That is probably, like, top 10 worst pain I've ever had. That shit freaking hurts. Anyway, so the supermarket converted um, it into a skate park. And that's, it's such a cool concept, especially now. Like, over here in America, there's a bunch of stores, like, malls. Like, malls are almost obsolete now because, like, after COVID happened, for whatever reason, a whole bunch of stores shut down. And, um... It would be cool to see, like, those wasted spaces turned into something like, like a skate park or something like that, that people can actually use it now instead of just being this big-ass old abandoned building that no one's probably going to use. I actually, now that I'm talking about a mall, like, I haven't been in a mall in probably, like, two or three years. I've been to an outlet, but not, like, a traditional, like, standalone, like, just by itself mall, so I don't know. Do we think malls are going to be a thing in like 20 years or are they, we'd all just going to switch to online shopping? I don't know, man. We may, may post a poll on that and see what y'all think. I think malls could eventually be done with. But this was a, a supermarket. We know like those aren't going away over here. But super cool concept and that's what's right in this world. So I was talking about how I... um had a travel inconvenience so this is what happened last week so I was supposed to fly to Chicago and um have a meeting at like 12 p.m on Thursday so I was gonna fly out Wednesday get there Thursday night I mean Wednesday night and do some things in Chicago and then you know stay at the hotel wake up the next morning have a good little breakfast get some coffee and then do the meeting and we'll that shit didn't happen. The meeting happened, but the whole flight thing, yeah, it got completely screwed. On Wednesday, I left work at like 10.30. I was supposed to fly out at 1. And so I'm waiting around, and the plane gets there, and we're like, alright, cool, like we see it and everything. And then all of a sudden, we get delayed. That delay is for an hour. 
and that delay caused me to miss. I had a connection connecting flight in Denver, so I was missing that. But there was two other connecting flights in Denver, so I was like, cool, like no big deal. I was messaging. I flew United. Um, I was messaging United people, and I was like, hey, can y'all bump me to? the next flight out of Denver to Chicago. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Uh, we'll fix it because of the, the delay. So another hour goes by and we're still delayed again. So I missed a second connecting flight from Denver or Denver going to Chicago. And I'm like, well, shit. And then finally the people like tell us, hey, it's going to be a little bit longer. Um, we have to change a tire. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, that's cool. So, the time, you know, elapses, and I'm there for another two hours. And then after that, the time that my original flight to Denver was going to be leaving, it I would have missed the, the last connection from Denver to Chicago. So, I messaged United. I was like, hey, I got to get to Chicago by tonight. Is there anything y'all can do? So, they kind of go back and forth, and they finally find... Like, they can't find anything, and then the only thing that they have is a direct flight from here, Fresno, to Chicago, but it's at it's at midnight. Like, it is 12 a.m., and I'm like, well, shit, like, that's the only thing I can do. I think it, that flight would have got me there at 4 a.m., so at least I would have had, like, no, it would have got me there at 5 a.m. At least I could have went to the hotel and, like, slept until 12, and I would have been fine, but that flight ended up get, getting delayed. I didn't leave Fresno until 2 a.m. I landed in Chicago at 7 a.m. I have my meeting at 12 p.m., but I'm exhausted. Like, if you know me, I can't sleep on a plane for shit. Like, I always try to. Like, I'll, like, lean up against the window because I always do window seat, and um, I just can't ever fall asleep. Like, it sucks. So I'm basically up all night. I was at an airport for basically... 10, 11 hours. No, I was there for 12 hours, actually. I did leave once to go get some food, but other than that, I was there for 12 hours. So I land in Chicago at 7. Apparently, when you land in Chicago, which I hate that airport. I don't know if I've talked about it before, but just know the Chicago airport sucks. So anyway, I leave the airport, and the airport is an hour from downtown Chicago. I had no freaking idea. I thought it was like 30 minutes or something like that. No, it's a true hour from airport to downtown Chicago. So take an Uber, and by the time I get to the hotel, it's 8 a.m. So I get to the hotel, and I'm like, hey, this is super weird. I was supposed to be here last night, but like, can I get a room? Like, I, I really got to sleep before this meeting. So this lady's like, yeah, cool, like, no big deal. We'll uh, get you taken care of. You were supposed to check in last night. You called, like, whatever. And she, like, turns to me and she's like, actually, I don't have any rooms available right now. Like, they one one's about to get cleaned and you can have that one. It took an hour to clean that damn room. Like, what the hell were the people doing in there before me? Like, some freaky deaky shit that I probably shouldn't have stayed in that room. Like, it shouldn't take an hour to clean a little ass room. Um, but anyway, it did. So I didn't get up into the room until, like, 9.04. And then I was like, cool, like I'll sleep an hour and a half and then wake up for the, like, and get ready for the meeting and everything. I, like, once I hit the bed, I was out. And 
I don't I don't remember setting an alarm, but apparently I did. Luckily, and it ended up going off, and I went to the meeting and everything. I was dead. Like I told them, I was like, hey, like I got no sleep last night. I've only slept an hour and a half. Like I'm barely functioning. If I look like shit, that's why. Um, anyway, we have the meeting. It's like for an hour and a half or an hour. I can't remember how long. But then I get to explore Chicago, and I'm going to give a very controversial um, opinion right now. Chicago deep dish pizza was so much better than, well, not so much better, but it was better than New York style pizza. It freaking hit, and I don't know if it was because I was starving or not. Like, I hadn't ate since the night before, like at like 5 p.m., but it, like that, um, Chicago deep dish pizza, it was so good. I had heard, like, mixed reviews on it, but, like, I loved it. I don't know if it was just the specific place I went, but it hit. I'll post pictures to the Instagram story so y'all can, you know, view the beautiful masterpiece that eventually ended up in my belly. That shit was good. I 10 out of 10 recommend if you go to Chicago, get the deep dish pizza. And then I kind of want to know y'all's opinions on New York pizza versus Chicago's pizza. Then after I ate there, I only had like two hours left in Chicago. So I just kind of walked around. Um, I went and saw the bean. The bean is super cool. I don't know why it's cool. Like, it's just like a little silver bean. But I guess my dumbass is like attracted to like shiny objects. So I was very fascinated by this bean. And then from that park, I kind of walked to the harbor, which is really weird to say because like the lake looks like an ocean. And it blew my mind just kind of walking around it because there should be sharks in there, but it's not, it's fresh water. Super cool, recommend going and walking along the lake and getting some coffee out there and just kind of hanging out. But then after that, I went back to the airport and flew back home and I didn't get home until like 12.30 because my flight got delayed again. So big inconvenience was uh, flight delays. Everything else was kind of cool, but yeah, I was dead, so. That is just one of my big inconveniences, and at the end, I'll probably tell a couple more of mine. One involves Alfie, and yeah, we all know stories with Alfie end up great, so. Let's get into some of y'all's biggest inconveniences that y'all posted on the Instagram stories. And as always, I thank y'all for y'all's participation. It makes doing these podcasts like funner when I have y'all's participation and y'all, you know, I can kind of comment on y'all's stories if they're wild and whatnot. So the very first one was this chick, she said she was in like the sketchiest part of this town that she hadn't known. Her tire went flat. And honestly, that sucks. Like your tire going flat in general, like super bad experience. But being in like the sketchiest part of town, like that makes it just so much worse because you don't, you don't know who to trust. You don't know if anyone's like the tow guy's going to come steal your car. So yeah, I, I advise people to stay away from the sketchy just in case their tire goes, goes flat. But hopefully that story, like they didn't say that it was nighttime. I feel like if it was nighttime, it would have been so much worse just because everyone knows you do, you do your sketchy stuff at night. Like, you know, when I was a kid and I was doing all my sketchy stuff, like TP in people's houses, it wasn't ever during the daytime. It was at nighttime. So imagine it's the same in areas like that. So sorry to that person. I hope you got your tire fixed and everything was all good and nothing too crazy happened. Like 
you didn't get offered heroin or, you know, no prostitutes were coming to try to rub your leg or anything. So, yeah. Sorry about you, but I hope your travels continue to go good from here on out and you stay out of the sketchy areas and don't don't have flat tires anymore. The next person said, if they're flying, the biggest inconvenience is just, in general, the chaos of the airport. Which I agree, like, sometimes, especially around holidays, the airport is insane. And people, like, completely forget how to act. Like, it, it would be so much simpler if we didn't have a whole bunch of, like, if everyone didn't flip their dumbass switch on when they were at the airport. And it would go so much smoother. But for whatever reason, holidays, people want to act crazy at the airport. It, like, it blows my mind. Like, the airport should be one of the most funnest places to be at because, you know, we're either going on vacation to party or we're coming home from the party and we should be chilled out because we just party. So, like, people, please try not to stress out at the airport. And when it's holiday season, like, just keep it cool. We're all trying to get one place at a time. You don't need to yell at the, the gay agents. They really can't do too much. And if you're super cool with them, they're most likely to help you out, like, when I was trying to get to Albany in December, they bumped me to a New York City flight. Like, I was just super calm, cool, and collective with them, and they helped me out. So, just keep your cool at the airport, and all, all should be well. And I hope this person, like, you know, the chaos doesn't intimidate you from traveling too much, because, you know, traveling's a lovely thing. And you shouldn't let the chaos at the airport push you away from not doing something that, that you really want to do. Another person said, well, actually, the same person said traffic um, if they're driving long, long distances instead of flying. Traffic is, like, it, it's one of the, it's an annoying thing. But same thing as airport. Like, you're going to somewhere that's going to be super cool, hopefully, and we should all just chill out. People have road rage, though. Like, it is insane how mad people get when um, driving. Like, it... Like, sometimes, like, people make me mad, too, like, when I get cut off. But, like, some people get in very intense about it. Like, they're ready to dropkick motherfuckers. And that ain't me. Like, I'm, you know, cut me off. I, like, may honk at you or whatever, but then we're just going to go on about our business and not worry about it anymore. Another person said that a big inconvenience is they pack too much stuff and they don't have enough space. And I kind of feel that, I, especially on three-month contracts, I'm really bad about overpacking. Like, I, I'm always like, I don't ever know what I need. And then and I end up packing, like, way too much shit. Like, when I was in Massachusetts, I packed, like, an insane amount of stuff just because I, like, I never, like, chilled in the cold for that long. So it's like, I don't know what I need. I had, like, eight damn parkas or something like that. So trying to fit all that and, like, I think I had two suitcases, one was a carry-on, my so carry-on, backpack, and a big suitcase, and then my snowboarding bag, and yeah, it it was a mess trying to get everything back, um, I should have mailed stuff, because the weight limit on my bags ended up going over, I don't think they charged me extra, luckily, because, you know, I was cool with the gate agent, not the gate agent, but the people, the bag collectors, so they let that slide, but yeah, I... I feel that. I overpack way too much. I imagine most people overpack. And we need to, in general, we just need to stop overpacking. We can get away with, like, the bare minimum. So let's let's keep that in mind when we're packing. 
I'm at fault too, so that's the lowest chaos, but we need to do better. The next person that that commented or replied to the stories said a 15 hour delay. And like I I feel that I feel that very hard right now. Like I'm with you because I just had that happen to me and it sucks. Especially if you're like overnighting it at the airport or you're there really late because most of the shit like closes down at 10 like in an airport and that is a big ass inconvenience because I swear once it hits 10:30 I'm like a damn gremlin like I'm hungry like a hungry hungry hippo and I just need to eat but everything's freaking closed and this is why you always need snacks like since I've been traveling a lot I always have a snack in my bag that I can pull out at any time and, you know, just kind of eat it real quick. So, highly recommend snacks. In fact, I made, like, when my mom and Ponana flew to New York, I made them have snacks on their little belongings just in case. So, take my advice. Bring snacks because if you get stranded at the airport overnight, shit closes at 1030 and you're not getting anything. But, like, a little vending machine thing. The next thing that people replied and... This happens way too much, and I've, I've heard it before. Um, they said, the biggest inconvenience I've ever had was the hotel was infested with roaches, so we had to sleep in the car. Like, that shit sucks because you pay for the hotel, and then, like, they probably aren't going to reimburse you because, you know, shady-ass hotel, they're going to keep their money and be like, I don't see no roaches, which is some bullshit. If you're a hotel and you do that, we don't like you over here at Rights World, and we think you're mean. So, yeah, I, like, I feel for you. I, I would have slept in my car, too, but that's gross. Like, it, like I said, I, that's not the first time I've ever heard of anyone having that or, like, bed bugs at hotels. Um, they're just, like, that is a big inconvenience, and I feel for y'all. I hope that this doesn't have ever happen to anyone, but just know, hotel-wise, cheaper is not always better. In it, it may look good online, but once you get there, they they may have like a three-legged cat roaming the roaming the little halls, and it may look all mangy looking. And then you're gonna open your door, and you're gonna have cockroaches, or hell, you may even have a ghost. I would rather have a ghost than cockroaches, as long as it's like a nice ghost that you know just tickles my feet at night or some shit. The next one says, "Forgetting my underwear was the biggest inconvenience I've had traveling." Honestly, that's a that's a big one. I so this has happened to me several times when I've gone back to my like mom's house in Comanche. Um, I forget my socks for whatever reason. I've done it like three times going there. I leave my socks at home. Why I forget to pack socks anytime I'm going over there? I don't really know, but it's happened multiples of times. So imagine forgetting your underwear, especially if you're going on a big trip. Really sucks, but. Luckily, that's something that's not too, like, expensive that you can go out and buy unless, you know, you're wearing, like, Versace underwear or whatever. Then I recommend, like, Fruit of the Loom, you know, for just your spare little traveling underwear. The next person said, The biggest inconvenience I've had while traveling was getting arrested right as spring break was starting. So, I actually, this person I know pretty well and... I'm not going to say names or anything, but just kind of the backstory. So they, the friend group had just got to spring break and it obviously was at a beach. 
Um, not going to give too many details just in case people like put together and know who I'm talking about. But it was at a beach and within an hour of being there, this person partied a little too hard and ended up cussing out a cop for whatever reason. Like, I, I can't remember if the cop like came up to them or whatever, but cussed out the cop and he got arrested within an hour of spring break. So yeah, let that let that be a lesson. Um, don't get arrested while traveling because that's going to damper your whole mood. And then you're going to have to pay your bail money and then you're not going to want to party anymore. So yeah, that's that. And so, you know, partying a little too hard leads us into the next comment that was made on this story. Um, this person said, the biggest inconvenience I've ever had was when the flight attendant cut cut me and my friend off. And then he said, they cut me off because we were shotgunning beers on the airplane. Then proceeded to add the hashtag and then said, total bitch. Um, y'all are wild and for shotgunning beers on an airplane. I, like, I've seen a lot of shit on an airplane, but never have I seen anyone shotgunning on an airplane. Were y'all, like, sit sitting there? Or were y'all standing in the aisles? Like, I have so many questions about this. Did it get on the person next to you? Was there a person next to you? And why was the flight attendant so mad? Y'all had to have said something to her before, because most flight attendants are, like, little party animals. And they would have appreciated that. They would have probably supplied y'all with more, like, little fireball shots or something to keep the party going. So, I'm gonna assume that you were a little belligerent, and, um... A little too wild to be on that airplane. So I'm kind of glad they cut y'all off, but I think it would be pretty cool to watch someone shotgun a beer, like, right next to me, because, you know, America. That's Amer some American-ass shit right there. Especially, like, you know, around the 4th of July. That'll just make my little heart happy. And I don't even drink, but I think would think it would be cool. But lesson learned to y'all, if um, y'all are going to continue to drink on an airplane... Probably don't shotgun a beer, but if you're cool with being cut off, shotgun the shit out of that beer and, like, let's make a little tradition. All the rights world people that drink on flights, you know, y'all should shotgun a beer and in honor of, of these hooligans that shotgunned a beer already. Um, so, yeah, that, that kind of is it for y'all's post. Um, I appreciate everyone's feedback and comments and all that stuff. Um, but I'm gonna going to give y'all one more traveling inconvenience that I had and like I said it involved Alfie um so for our high school graduation trip we there was a group of us that went to Mexico if you know Alfie like he's from Mexico so you know he thinks he's the shit when we go because he can talk to everyone and you know that it has actually helped us out a lot of times we've got like discounts on stuff so shout out to Alfie um I really appreciate that but this one specific time we were on an excursion and we had just gone snorkeling and the bus was going to take us back to the resort and everyone goes and like gets on and Alfie's trying to buy a damn picture and like he's trying to you know talk this dude down way down on this picture and for whatever reason I'm I don't know how I get volunteered for this but I'm Alfie's keeper when shit like this happens, so I'm sitting on the bus all ready to go. Um, they're not gonna leave because Alfie's not on the bus, and honestly, I'm like, man, he's from here. Like, he can get back to the resort. Like, let's just leave his ass. Come on. And then everyone is like super pissed off at this point because you know we were waiting on him for like 20 to 30 minutes, 
And finally, like, they're like, go get Alfie. Like, get off the bus and go get Alfie. So I went and get Alfie. And he this dude is happier than shit that he has this damn picture. I don't even know if he still has the picture or not. But he was, like, grinning ear to ear. He's like, look what I got. Look what I got. And um, anyway, we get back on the bus. And all these people were pissed off at Alfie. But then they're also pissed off at me, too, like... Bro, I was on the freaking bus ready to go. And it was this dumbass's fault that caused y'all to be late. I didn't cause y'all to miss dinner or anything. Or, um, you know, y'all's filthy McNasty time if y'all had it planned out. It wasn't my fault. It was Alfie's fault. But everyone's, like, giving me this side eye, too. And I'm like, I went and got him. It wasn't me. It was him. So, my biggest inconvenience at that point in time, having a whole bus hate me, was Alfie. And, like, they... Like, I'm pretty sure people contemplated throwing tomatoes or some shit at us. Wild experience, um, I'm here for it now, but at the point in time, I was like, damn, like, why do these people hate me? I didn't do anything. So, yeah, Alfie, if you have that picture, send it to me, and I'll post it on the stories. I don't, I'm gonna, I'm willing to bet he doesn't have it, though. So, yeah, that was a big inconvenience. So, for everyone, that's usually the the friend that everyone's waiting on, don't be on a bus in Mexico and let your amigos wait for you because that's some shit and people are going to get mad. And don't be the friend that gets off the bus to go get that person because people are going to get pissed off at you too when you had nothing to do with it. So, yeah. Inconvenience. That's it. And that is uh, all the inconveniences we're going to talk about. Um, I hope y'all don't have any more travel inconveniences inconveniences the rest of the year and I damn sure hope I don't have any more because I'm kind of tired of that shit but hey it's whatever at least like you know we're all getting to travel and I hope y'all go see some cool things this year and all y'all's flights are on time um but yeah that that's it for the inconveniences we're gonna get into the fun fact and since we were talking about travel I might as well keep us on on that topic and the fun fact is, jet lag feels worse if you travel west to east. So if you're in California and you're going to travel to New York, you're going to feel more jet lagged than if you would New York to California. And that kind of makes sense just because like you're losing, you're losing time and you're used to being three hours back. So it, like jet lag, I've actually... I don't get it too bad, luckily, but there's some people like it at dampers, dampers their whole mood, like they'll, they'll get all bummed out and not want to be there and just want to sleep for the first day, so just keep that in mind if you're planning a trip, jet lag, jet lag is worst west to east, so let's go east to west and then just be jet lagged when we get back home, so you know, we can party all vacation, we don't have to worry about being tired, so that's it for this episode of Wright's World, and don't forget it's my world, and y'all are just living in it. Mm-hmm.